0: are listening to tko on cfru radio 93.3 fm in guelph ontario and available worldwide at cfru.ca what is happening everybody what is good with y'all it's your girl Nan right here on tko as you already know here on tko all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too, we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting And talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game And of course, where they are now So, what up, what up, what up everybody uh, Okay, Um, I'm just so happy to be here today As always, I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day And a phenomenal week so far Listen, so let me just tell you about my past half hour. Um, Listen, I feel like every single time we record TKO, it's in a different condition every single time. So one time we come into our quote unquote home studio and it's just super, super duper early in the morning. And uh, well, let me tell you about right now. So your girl right here did all the like the nightly chores. Like I did my skin routine. I brushed my teeth. I'm, mind you, I'm actually in my comfy pajamas. Um, just sitting out here. Uh, and you know if you were to just look at me right now you'll be like okay sweet dreams uh you know just just uh looking cute out here or whatever but <laughs> on the contrary ironically You know, we did everything um, that we had to so that we would actually make ourselves comfortable for this awesome episode that we have coming up ahead. I mean, look at what the pandemic has done to us, right? Like, I'm not complaining too much because of all, you know, who doesn't want to do a show in their pajamas, of course. Um, But uh, listen, if anything, uh, we have to get comfy (laughs) during this episode before we start talking about every juicy detail that we have coming up for today's show so you guys oh okay we have so many awesome things to talk about today so many exciting slash controversial slash entertaining things to talk about which is i feel like that's the whole world of just combat sports but you know these are just uber special. So we're going to be getting into these points in a few seconds. I have updates for y'all. I have, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about everything. So it would be very, very unfair if we did not reminisce and break down, um, the fight that already took place this past weekend between Sipa Miocic and Francis Ganu. okay? And, uh, you know, just talking about that fight, what actually went down, and, uh, what the implications of that fight are, because, um... Not to spoil it at the moment, but I'm sure uh, many of you probably know the outcome of that fight. But after that fight was done, um, that that uh, kind of triggered a lot of excitement in um, fellow heavyweight fighters in the UFC. People like the former light heavyweight champion of the UFC, the one and only John Jones. So I'm going to be talking about this triangular relationship between John Jones... Francis Ngannou and Stephen Miocic. Okay, all exciting stuff. I'll be uh, telling you all about the drama behind the scenes and everything. Now I don't know why it just I just had a feeling that this was like a TMZ Sports kind of show, but trust me, it is not. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, gossip, 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 like MMA gossip, sports gossip. But uh, you know, um, I feel like it's important still to talk about you know all these stuff that actually go on behind the scenes um, all the conversations that are uh, being had uh, outside the octagon of course the number one thing the core thing that we uh, care about is the fights themselves you know the technical stuff and um, just, just the game itself but I feel like nowadays, uh, you ha- to fully consider all aspects of the game. The game uh, meaning the you know specifically in this case MMA fights. We need to consider all aspects of it. So not only uh, just just the technical stuff and the athletic stuff, but also business and uh, the interaction between fighters before they actually get to fight you know that you can't just like see someone down the street and be like oh yeah let's just have an MMA fight of course you have to um uh, well at least when it comes to mainstream stuff and to make things exciting more exciting for fans you have to present some sort of a conflict uh in a way to put it uh, not to say you always have to trash talk your opponent but that definitely helps especially as of uh the modern era of mixed martial arts and uh combat sports that we're in right now um of course once again let me emphasize once again uh the number one thing we care about is the athleticism is the 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 game and the sport itself but we also have to be considerate of entertainment and business and so because of all those things uh what i'm going to be telling you about regarding this whole john jones francis and and Stephen miocic thing um that's why it's so so important i would highly recommend i listen i've just i've honestly been holding it back for this whole week um and i'm just so excited to be talking about it on today's episode but uh, like I said, I think it's important that we talk about these uh, side things as well. You know, when we say, oh, we have like uh, important updates and gossips to talk about, you know, it's not that we're like, that's what this whole show was about. Of course not. But, you know, OK, anyway, you get my point. All right. But, you know, that's that's the best um, uh, or how do I put it? I don't know. Yeah, so I just want to say, yeah, I'm so excited to be talking about it. And, uh, yeah, that's the first thing we're going to be talking about on today's episode. All right. So, uh, in addition, there's also been some other major fight announcements uh, that were announced over this past week. So, we have a a lot of welterweight action that has been ongoing, actually. So, uh, this... um, upcoming UFC pay-per-view card is actually going to be I feel like they keep getting better and better as the year progresses so our next pay-per-view card UFC 261 everybody I can't believe that we're already at that number but UFC 261 is going to be a rematch fight between the current welterweight champion Kamaru Usman fighting off against the current BMF champion <laughs> at the UFC. Let's just say the 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 winner of the belt uh, declaring him as the baddest man on the planet. You know, of course I'm talking about Jorge Masvidal. So Masvidal and Usman are going to be fighting for the second time uh, for UFC 261, which is happening on April 24th. And uh, the, the official, I guess, p- the official poster for this whole fight card was just uh, put out a couple of days ago. And so I thought, you know, why not talk about, of course, the fight, the main uh, event itself, as well as some of the co-main, well, I don't know why I said some of the co-main events, because um, I guess the official co-main event is a strawweight championship uh, fight between the current Women's champion Zhang Wei Li Fighting off against the number One contender in the strawweight division The former champion Rose Yunus. so that's going to be our Official co-main event of the evening um, And the third last Fight of the evening is Also going to be Another uh, Women's uh, championship bout This time f- with the Flyweight championship belts being on the line So we have the current champion Valentina Shevchenko Who's going to be making a title defense Against the number one contender Jessica Andrade So again just, just looking at all These fighters uh, again There's, there's history uh, Between uh, more than A couple of these um, Especially because I just mentioned Jessica Andrade's name And Jessica Andrade right now She's fighting at flyweight however previously she was the champion at the lighter weight division at the strawweight division and she actually fought Rose Nama Yunus who's now fighting Zhang Weili and uh, Zhang Weili <laughs> actually defeated Jessica Andraj. so I guess the theme of this week's uh, episode is just like triangular relationships in mixed martial arts (laughs) and um, that's just just tells you though um, that definitely tells you one big thing and that is that when you get to the top and uh, you're one of the toppest athletes um, in your weight division that's how things work unless you have new like fresh blood and uh new new signees being added to your weed division in that case the mix is just kind of like um a little bit different however when it's you and a couple other people who um, you know you're all at the same level athletically and like the competition is just so so super super duper close that's, that's what happens and um, the organization just wants to figure out who's the better person, who's the better fighter who, uh, you know, because especially because it's just so so close um, ultimately at the end of the day you have to, that's, that's just part of the game you have to crown the best person uh, in the name of the champion okay so that's how we have these triangular relationships and um not to get too philosophical here but um and i know a lot of you listening to this right now are like janelle like how do you how deep are you going into this rabbit hole right now and uh trust me i feel like it. this is really important to uh, just just dis- distinguish at least uh, verbally because I think I think it's honestly pretty fascinating. So like I was saying, these triangular fighter relationships, um, uh, one person has to win at the end of the night. And once that person wins, uh, the other the other people who are still out there, but they didn't win, uh, one of them, that's this just how the game works. This is like a game of chess. Like um, we see the same thing happening over and over in different weight divisions. Just, um, just switching names. And, uh, you know, this, the roles are still the same. So the champion wins, of course. The other two uh, people in this triangle, one of them still has hope. They still... Uh, uh, they're they're still in that weight division. They they decide to remain that in that weight division. The other person in this triangle, they decide that okay um you know what i think i might as well just try my chance uh at another weight division potentially uh uh, one one weight division higher um and in that case uh i can just because you know i haven't really lost anything uh i i might as well just uh give it a shot at, at this different weight division i just want to prove to everybody that i'm still the best and it doesn't matter what weight division i fight at however you still have these triangular um uh, um, connections being held tightly to each other because one at least one point in time again in the future you will see these people the same three people face each other but again just rotating and okay i know that was that was probably super confusing but um i can i even just by talking about it uh in the past uh, 10 minutes i i already told you guys about two of these triangles the the one that i'm uh looking at right now for women's uh mma we have Jean weili rose namayunas and jessica and and uh, this is a very vivid uh, depiction of this triangle Because Rose Namajunas was a champion Jessica Andrade came and beat Rose Namajunas Jessica Andrade fought Zhang Weili. Zhang Wei defeated Jessica Andrade And now Zhang Wei Li is fighting Rose Namajunas There you go The cycle is complete Um, and talking about, since I brought up um, the the triangle (laughs) stuff, okay, I'm I'm like turning this episode of TKO into a geometry class somehow, but um, now that I talked about women's, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the whole thing that I'm talking about here in women's anime, now, uh, let's talk about it in men's uh, MMA, specifically uh, in the heavyweight division. So I did, I, I did tell you guys about Francis Ngannou uh, fighting Stephen Miocic, and then John Jones, the former light heavyweight champion, being in the mix here. And this is the new triangle, the new fight triangle that we're talking about right now. So starting from uh, the beginning point, being this past Saturday night. So uh, Francis Nganu comes in as a huge, uh, I believe he was coming in as a huge underdog. Okay, so uh, of course, um, a lot of people still had their um, hope that Francis Nganu was going to come out there and uh, do the unexpected Of uh, throwing the most powerful shot ever. To knock out Stipe Miocic. And uh, if you were one of those people. Well uh, you were in luck. And I hope that you actually bet money. Bet money like that. Like under those conditions. Because that's exactly what happened. uh, To everybody's surprise. um, Which was pretty interesting. So Francis Ngannou comes in. Stipe Miocic is as calm as ever. Like he, like how he usually is. Um, And that is, that is the biggest thing that I think um, uh, contributes to his success. Because uh, the fact that he's always calm and confident in himself, that um, takes him, takes him a long way. And uh, it, it brings about a lot of consistency because he knows deep down that he's put in the work. Now he just has to go in and perform, you know, just take it—not take it easy, as in like slack inside the octagon. But um, mentality-wise, he's—he's there. He's in a good space, isn't a good headspace. And in, that was indeed the case when he came into this fight against Francis Ngannou. However, like, I believe I've—I've I've, uh, mentioned this before on a previous episode. When when you're fighting someone as dangerous as Francis Nganu, the baddest man on the planet, the most dangerous heavyweight in the in the whole entirety of mixed martial arts right now, when you're fighting him, you cannot you simply cannot blink in in this fight. And at any moment of this fight, unless the bells, uh the, the round bells have gone off and you're s- safely sitting down um at your corner okay and the fight is officially paused otherwise you have to have your eyes open at all times be cautious of every move and be mindful of every angle And just keep an eye out on everything (laughs) that could be coming towards you. And I know you might be saying, well, what the heck, like, Janon, are we in the movie The Matrix? Because that sounds like it's almost impossible to do. But unfortunately, that's what you have to do when you're fighting a a dangerous person like Francis Ganu. And I feel like um, on pa- uh, uh, this past Saturday night, when Stipe Miocic was fighting Francis, it was only a matter of one moment, and he was caught with a nasty shot. And once you're caught, uh, the, the shots keep accumulating. And uh, because you can't, you simply cannot take a shot and and just say to the referee, okay, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, just I I have to like take a second to recover from the shot. Obviously, you have to keep on moving forward, and that's what makes this so much so much more difficult because you're hurt, your your whole world is rocked. You can't concentrate. Your balance is off potentially. It's just, I, I mean, I, I... Who am I to say? Because I've never been punched by Francis Ngannou. Thankfully, I... Not that I ever want to, but um, uh, from what's been described to me um, and what I've, uh, you know, I've done my research and uh, what I've actually heard other people say about Francis Ngannou's shots, that's uh, that what it s- seems like. Um, uh, it, it feels like, I guess. So... Yeah, Stephen Miocic, he made that slip and uh, he was caught with a nasty shot and then another one and another one and unfortunately was hit by the kill shot and uh, he was completely knocked out cold to the canvas and he actually ate an extra shot while he was on the canvas because uh, this was the exact moment that the referee was just about to jump in but Francis wanted to ensure that he had this belt this this victory under his belt and indeed he did because now Francis Ngannou everybody is the new heavyweight champion at the UFC uh, I do want to take this opportunity to say thank you to Stephen Miocic because let's not forget he has been uh, the most dominant heavyweight champion in the history of the UFC most, many many record uh, record breaking uh, win streaks especially when it comes to uh, combining those win streaks with the number of successful title uh, defenses that he's had so far and the fact that he lost his belt once to um, uh, Daniel Cormier and he wasn't the champion for a brief amount of time and then he fought Daniel Cormier again and won back the belt so um, that just tells you that he has that fighter essence in him, and so I, I really do want to wish him all the best, and I hope that he comes back stronger. Um, and I and I know like even at this point of uh his career, I'm sure he can still learn from uh the the type of mistakes that he made in this fight against Francis Ngannou, and it's all good. Like no hard feelings. I feel like. Um, sometimes you can't change certain things because um, especially as of right now, Francis Ngannou is just um, at the best that he can possibly be. I I don't want to speculate that he's actually at his prime because I I, I, my my MMA fan gut <laughs> actually tells me that he still has so much more to grow to. And uh, the, the sky is the limit, essentially, for Francis Nganu. Speaking of which, uh, so Stipe has lost. Uh, Francis Nganu is now the new champion. Who is the toughest person? The toughest person who will bring in pay-per-views and who will bring in money. Okay, who is that person that we have to call up next to fight Francis Ngannou? Um, Of course, the only the well, not the only person, of course, but the biggest name that comes to mind is the name of John Jones, is who is the former light heavyweight champion who just moved up to the heavyweight division. He has not fought in this new weight division as of yet, but after Francis Ngannou won on Saturday night. He uh, came out guns blazing on Twitter saying that, well, first of all, we congratulated Francis. And then he said, quote unquote, show me the money, right? So it was so obvious that he wanted to fight Francis and Ganu. Of course, if the money was right. But he he was so determined, he looked and sounded determined that he wanted to, he actually won in this fight. He, if the contract was there, he would potentially sign it if the money was right. So um there's been a lot of talk and again speculation in the world of uh, just like in the in the MMA community, a lot of people saying that okay, the fact that John Jones he's brought up matters about money. Um, In this potential fight against Francis Ngannou, it means that he's scared of Francis Ngannou. How you might be asking well people are saying that okay if he were to really fight Francis Ngannou just for the sake of fighting him um, you know he, he would just be doing it for his legacy and oh goodness like he even if he's just paid a dollar like he can just come out there and prove to everybody that John Jones is better than Francis Ngannou therefore he's the best MMA fighter of all time. But no, 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 no. Let me remind you once again, going back to what I said earlier this episode, the game is not uh, merely about um, just the fight and sports and legacy aspect of things. We had that before, many decades ago, and that was awesome. Honestly, in my opinion, as a a, um, MMA purist, as a combat sports purist, I 100% love Uh, those eras however we've kind of evolved throughout the years and this is the way that things have to be operated fortunately and unfortunately um i guess you have to channel other things uh, things other than just uh the sports aspects of things and the athletic uh, aspect of things you have to channel business you have to channel because you have to at some point you have to treat this as a professional career and i feel like only just now are we having our professional fighters treat the game as an actual career they are putting their lives on the uh, on the line and they want the money and i don't see anything wrong with that and i genuinely do not understand why people are criticizing john jones because of the fact that he said he wants the right amount of money for this high-stake fight, and uh, I, I really hope that uh, people uh, just take a step back and uh, think about it. Just, just think about it from your own perspective. Would you fight um, the hardest challenge of uh, your career, your MMA career? With uh, the amount of money that we usually get for, say, a mediocre level fighter, well, obviously not, especially if this upcoming fight is the the, the most important fight of your career, which if this fight between John Jones and Francis Ngannou actually happens, it will be the biggest um, heavyweight fight in the history of the UFC no doubt about that um and uh it, w- it would just be amazing I mean just think about it right now I'm already getting so hyped up however uh once again uh long story short I said all those things uh because we still have this triangular again relationship in the heavyweight division John and Francis Ngannou seems like is the next matchup but Stipe Miocic um this is not the first time that he's lost. And uh, history has shown us that even after his loss, he definitely has the capacity to j- to just get back on his uh, uh, feet and uh, keep on moving forward and potentially win back championships. So I feel like people shouldn't uh, just completely uh, count out Stipe Miocic. He's still in this triangle between... Him, John Jones, and Francis Ngannou, who knows? We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But just to add on, you know, just the cherry on top, uh, to add on to the drama, John Jones, because apparently this bit, there's been disparities and their negotiation um, uh, regarding money and everything for this uh, Francis Ngannou fight. John Jones has also tweeted saying that he already wants to he wants to be cut out the organization already because the deals aren't looking good and uh, things are looking a little bit tricky. However, from what I know from the mindset of the UFC president Dana White, this fight again, I'm telling you, my MMA fan gut is telling me this fight will 100% absolutely happen. In the near future. We just have to. Y- yeah they just have to come to the right terms. And reach a consensus about money. And. We're all good. And we'll actually have this dream fight. This this awesome matchup. The biggest. Um, heavyweight matchup. Ever in the history of the UFC. So that's going to be very very exciting. Goodness I cannot believe that. Took the whole time. Just talking about. Um. Uh, the triangular <laughs> relationships between fighters um, but it was fun um, time does fly when you're having fun alright though I'm just looking at the clock right now it's almost time for Janan uh, but you guys make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes and you can also go to Spotify and iTunes to download our previous episodes and until next time it's your girl Janan right here And this is TKO. Peace out.